0: What will you read next? Hello, Internet people, and welcome to the very first episode of the What Will You Read Next podcast. Oh, I'm so excited. Today's guest is my good friend, Rebecca. Um, Rebecca and I have known each other for a few years now but I only just recently discovered that she was a reader, so I'm very happy to have her on the show. Uh, In the episode, we will be talking about how uh, her love for reading started, a childhood favourite, and how during lockdown, she and her friends started a book club and uh, swapping books between each other, which I think is a really cool idea. Uh, I I hope you will enjoy this first episode, and please ignore all my nervous giggling. How are you? Oh, not too bad, thanks. You know, another
1: day in paradise.
0: Oh yeah, the joy of lockdown. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) So um, thank you for being the very first guest of the very first episode.
1: (laughs) I feel very
0: honoured. Oh, it is it it is good to be number one, isn't it?
1: Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Oh, no problem. Very thank exciting. you for saying yes. So I was actually very happy when I uh, when I found out that you were you were a reader because I didn't know you like to read, so that was a nice surprise.
1: Um, yes, um, I, I've enjoyed reading since oh, I was really little. Like one of like my parents' techniques for getting me and my siblings to go to bed early. Um like so, okay, you can go to bed at say like seven o'clock. You can stay up till late, but you have to stay in bed and read. So oh. we're like, oh, okay then. Wow,
0: <laughs> that is so cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so your parents made you uh made you uh want to read. Then they gave you the love for reading.
1: In a way, yeah. Like my family are all sort of avid readers anyway. Like my grandparents have back-upon-back back the books that there's that I occasionally inherit um but yeah um just really being encouraged from an early age to read so I think that really helps.
0: Yeah that is good I think I think that's what should happen more often I think kids should read more often.
1: Definitely definitely like I can't believe the things that people don't know because I've read it all from quite a young age, like, it sounds really, like, dorky in a way, but I used to love reading um, en- encyclopedia books.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Oh, you read everything then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. So when, you know, I can just, like, spout off random facts and stuff. Not when well, I'm put on the spot, of course, but... <laughs> <laughs>
0: shall we try that <laughs>
1: maybe
0: another time yeah maybe yeah i'm not i'm not that mean <laughs> but yeah no i was so cool but the thing is now um uh, you have three girls so you have two cats and one dog do they actually let you read or do you have to go away and be on your own <laughs>
1: they they let me read during the day but as soon as i get into bed which used to be like my designated time from an, an early age to read and uh, they're having none of it um one of my bb in particular she crawls onto my chest and won't move and i have to use both hands to pet her Of uh-huh, course, of course. She
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> give me attention fully <laughs>
1: Uh so now I've changed it. So with like my morning coffee, um, I'll read some
0: of my book. Um, like that that kind of works instead. Yeah. Oh that's cool. So at least you, uh, you 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 made everything go around to go with your pets. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's always
0: a way. Yeah, always a way, that is for sure. So so do you, you don't read to them then? They don't care about, about that. <laughs>
1: No, no, no. As soon as they've had their food and they've had a little belly rub, they're, they're
0: off. <laughs> so they will not be joining in and uh, they will not answering my question then. <laughs> they will be just they you. They may
1: be. They may want their, like, ten seconds of fame. <laughs> never
0: know. We never know. We will see. <laughs> so, um, we're going to... I have the first question, which is... What is your favourite book of all time?
1: Oh, it's so tough. Because I'm really bad for having favourites in particular. They change all the time. Um, but I guess one of the more recent reads um, has become a strong favourite. And that's Kirky by Madeleine Miller.
0: Oh, I haven't heard of that one. I'm going to take notes, I think.
1: <laughs> Kirky, uh, it. Honestly. Um, it's the first book I've read by um, Madeleine Miller but I've been blown away Um, I I think I came across it on my Kindle and I'm a huge fan of Greek mythology itself anyway and this is around like, based on one of the goddesses uh, Kirky um, who's descended from the Titans Um, and it's kind of like a A telling of her story, but Madeline has this way of really describing the characters and really helping you to um, empathise with them, which I think is missing from quite a lot of like books in general. So, um, oh, it evokes a lot of emotions. It's completely fascinating. It's based on a topic that I absolutely adore, and it's a really good introduction to mythology itself anyway if it's not something you've read about before it dips its toes so if you were interested in those you could read them separately or find out more about them so i would really recommend that oh, it's so
0: I'm cool I actually like to uh to like discover new things so I'm definitely going to add that one to my uh to my wish list
1: <laughs> yeah I do you will not
0: be disappointed oh I, I will let you know <laughs> so is <laughs> is uh, is that author your favorite author or do you have a, a an all-time one favorite oh yeah I'd say she's my favorite
1: at the moment Definitely someone who, after I finished the book, Kirky, um, like I have to find out more about her. I have to read more of her uh, writing. So um, I definitely think I love it when you have a book like that where you just want to. You want more. You want more. (laughs) Yes,
0: yes, um, I like that.
1: Yeah, I I definitely think she's my favorite out of my most
0: recent. And growing yeah. up, did you have a favorite author growing up?
1: Yeah. Well, I think like a lot of '90s kids, I was a big fan of Goosebumps books so R.L. Stein. <laughs> oh, <laughs> do
0: you know what? Actually, I actually I never read them. I actually um, started. <gasps> I I started re- reading them last year because I never read them before, and they're so good. (laughs) I love them. Really good. That is so good, and I feel like I've missed out on my childhood.
1: (laughs) Oh, honestly, they they became a bit of a thing where I just had to collect them, and luckily one of my older brothers had sort of collected them all before me, so he could pass a lot down to me. Um, but
0: they also scared me at the same time. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I remember the TV show. That I used to watch the TV show. That was quite scary to watch. So reading them is like, as a kid, it's crazy. <laughs> uh,
1: the TV show,
0: that is gold, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> that is That is so good. And the film with was Jack Black. It for a while. Was it? I haven't looked. Yeah. But I did watch. Did you watch the film with Jack Black? No,
1: I didn't. Oh, you
0: should. That was actually quite good. I was quite impressed.
1: (laughs) Really? Yeah, it was very good.
0: (laughs) So, as does it mean that the Goosebumps were the book that scared you, or did you have another book that scared you? Um, Goosebumps
1: is mainly the book that were that would scare me. Um, I think there were a couple I can't remember the particular ones that scared me enough so I didn't finish them (laughs) Um, but there there were a few like uh, ghost story books that I dared myself to get from the school library that I that really scared me I did think about those a lot (laughs) after I finished reading them Um, but I can't remember them now as a good oh nearly 20
0: years ago <laughs> so do you stay away from uh from scary stuff now
1: no no that's the thing like i i enjoy that feeling a lot now um i think it's really hard to scare someone especially like as a book um
0: and like if you can leave someone
1: with that feeling of like looking over their shoulder after they've finished it, like that that's a massive achievement. And I have a lot of respect for, for anything that can do that as an art form, of course. Um, so yeah, like I, I love horror movies so much. Like I can't think of a better way to spend like a, a Saturday night say, than with like good food perhaps a few cocktails and
0: like watching some horror movies so That's I'll come horror. with you with the food and the cocktails but I will leave when you start watching the movies because I'm Ow! a real chicken <laughs> I stay away <laughs> I stay away from horror <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I don't read like scary books I've read um, The Woman in Black so that was okay oh. but uh, I, I kind of feel a bit of like, I kind of feel a bit like oppressed is um that i was feeling a bit uh something uh something's oh, wrong yeah. i wasn't scared but it wasn't that great but yeah no otherwise oh you're lucky i wish i could <laughs> <laughs> but, so is um uh cersei the last book you read as a is, the la- is that is that the last book you read or have you read something else since i've read a few since then
1: um lucky to have a few online friends um, and we have like a little group where we did like a book swap last year Um, so I got a couple let's see the thing I really loved about it before I go into the books is that they came from someone else and it gave me the opportunity to explore potentially something I would have never perhaps read so there was one by let me see my memory is terrible, so I'm keeping like a little record on Instagram of all the books I'm reading now.
0: I do the um, same, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, otherwise I just can't get through them. So the first one was Jane, Emily, and Witch's Children by Patricia Clapp. Um, so it's titled the classic novel of the supernatural, and it's a bit of a cult classic from what I understand. Um, and that was really interesting, although. Like, I felt like I just wanted more of it, but not in a good way, if you see what I mean. Like, I was left a bit underwhelmed by Mm. it. Um, But one that I was really impressed with was um, Bath's Morning Diary. Um, And that's based on a... I can't think of the word for Let me see. He's a French essayist, a bit of a theorist, philosopher. um, And this book just compiles all these little notes that he wrote nearly every day, detailing his grief after his mother passed away. Um, But it's incredible that I'd never read anything like that before. Um, and it's displayed in the format of these notes that he wrote as well and it just gave you a completely different perspective to someone else's grief and, like, it was completely fascinating so, I yeah, I devoured that one Um, and another book from the book swap um, was From Here to Eternity by Caitlin uh, Katz Actually, Caitlin Doughty, and this one, like, is titled "Traveling the World to Find the Good Death." So, Caitlin is a practicing mortician, and Ooh. she explores the world sort of understanding the different cultures like surrounding death and how it's perceived and treated.
0: Um, Ooh, that must be very interesting
1: absolutely fascinating so she goes to places like Bolivia, Japan, um, she explores the US as well, Indonesia and it just talks about how different cultures you know deal with death Um, and you know a lot of people embrace it in a much healthier way I guess she doesn't portray it in that way but like say, for example, in in the UK, it's all very separate and, you know, dealt with very quickly, whereas there's other cultures where, like, the family itself will, you know, do everything as such that the um, the funeral home perhaps would do, um, and they spend, you know, time with their loved ones, like, doing that, so it was very interesting. and I, it's something I'd never thought I would find fascinating. You see what I mean? It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's a bit gory, in that sense. Um, <laughs> despite you know my my enjoyment of like horror movies and stuff. So, um, that was the last one I finished, and I'm on to the Poison Word Bible now.
0: Ooh, that sounds like a nice title.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, this is my sort of thing for. Um, the rest of lockdown I guess so I'm sure like for everyone listening they can totally relate to this so you kind of look at the stack of books or bookcases of books like in in my experience and you think god I need to actually read those (laughs) (laughs) whilst you've got like a whole new stack of books on your lap ready to put on the bookcase as well so I thought no uh, this lockdown, I'm going
0: to try and read through some of these books. And this is one of them. Oh, cool. So you managed it. You managed it. <laughs> you managed it. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so, what is the book you could read over and over? Do you have one? Um, uh,
1: there is a few. I think I would... I would definitely read Kirky again if I didn't have like a bunch of other books to get through. Um, there's one on the last Empress of China. Um, oh, the, the author fails me now, um, but I guess we
0: can provide info about after yeah after yeah. that. Um, but that
1: details kind of like from the author's perspective, like the. You know the empress's last days as such and her ascension to like the throne of like china as well so it's fascinating i loved it so much that i went back to the bookstore and immediately bought the the sequel to it um so yeah like i've read those over and over again oh, that's like, cool
0: oh, awesome yeah. did you ever have a crush on the character <laughs>
1: Ah, uh, like oh, this is tough, okay? Because this is a bit of a chicken and egg moment. Um, because like I've had the biggest crush on Professor Snape from Harry Potter. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I can't remember if it's because like I saw the movie first and I like, fancied you
0: know, Alan Rickman. Yeah, uh, how can oh. you not? <laughs>
1: But I'm pretty sure
0: it was before I saw the movies. But yeah. So so you you crushed on the book Snape and then you saw the film Snape and that just uh, that just confirmed it then.
1: <laughs> pretty much. I mean,
0: uh, uh, that, I that, that perfect. Oh, that 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 is perfect. That is perfect. Ah, that is a good one. I I give you that one. That is a good one. <laughs> Oh, (laughs) that's so sad (laughs) that is sad how dare she kill him (laughs) spoiler alert (laughs) so did you ever had a book that made you cry Uh, I'd
1: probably say the last one to make me cry was Kirky Um, I don't think there's been one that's made me cry other than that particularly recently I'm a bit more of a cry when it comes to TV shows
0: I'm the same like yeah that. I'm so, the same yeah
1: I did I, I like I uh, mean I was watching Homeland last night and <laughs> like there was a really sad bit in that and I was just like <laughs> 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 but it takes a little bit more than that I think um for me to cry from a book um I
0: don't know what it is but yeah yeah it all comes to the writing doesn't it is that how you get involved into it because I, I i am i'm am very sensitive but it's quite rare when i cry in a book reading a book but when i cry reading a book i cry <laughs> properly yeah, yeah. so yeah it doesn't happen a lot but it does happen sometimes
1: oh i tell you what Another
0: book has come to mind that made me cry, and that was The Book Thief. Oh yes, I did cry on that one too. That was yeah. so good. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was so good. Oh, thinking about it. I want to read that again. That was very bad. Yeah, that's a good book. So, uh, talking about that, that, The Book Thief was actually a film, wasn't it? So is there a book that you wish would be turned into a film or a TV show? Um,
1: without meaning to sound like a broken record (laughs) you know that's (laughs) cocky let me see I think that would have to be it at the moment Um, yeah I would would definitely love to see that done if it had the budget of my Game of Thrones that would be amazing Um, but yeah Without
0: the, you know, excluding season eight, of course. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that one, we, we, that one doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what is the best film adaptation in your opinion, from a book to a film? What is the best one? I
1: think one? it would have to be Lord of the Rings.
0: Yes. All of them, okay. or just the one? Uh,
1: I mean like all three I think are, are great um, but I think they had to miss a lot out which would have been really awesome to keep in the movies as well um, like Bombadil mm. that would have been then
0: the they cool. already are three hours long so I think it will be a week to watch it <laughs> a yeah, <week>. exactly. <laughs> so they have to that is the thing about uh, Films like you have to cut so much, but ah, uh, when it's good, it's so good. I mean, I am Lord of the Rings is my life, so I, I love it. I don't care if they cut. I'm so happy they do it. <laughs> they love <done> it. <laughs> yeah. And what is the worst? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is the worst?
1: worst? Oh, let's see. I can think of. Like a TV adaptation that would kind
0: of do that, I think it would
1: have to be Game of Thrones, just Season eight, like yeah, it's
0: so good. But then season eight just let it all down. the thing is not that. Yeah, that is a shame. I think it's because they like they that they just stepped away from the books, haven't it? So I might might be why it's because they they done their own thing, which wasn't a good idea, was it? <laughs> Well, That is a shame because it started up, so Martin. well. Sorry?
1: Hurry up, George Martin.
0: Yes, hurry up. It. I wonder when he's going to finish it. I want to read it.
1: <laughs> you know, the amount of promises he's made, it's crazy. And he'd say at one point, like, oh, if it doesn't come out and he was going to say 2020, then you're allowed to do like there was something it would be like some kind of punishment for him
0: in a way that
1: he he hadn't done it and shock horror it's gone over that time
0: yeah (laughs) we can do something then now (laughs) yeah (laughs) so uh, i actually have a bonus question that came to me earlier (laughs) so putting you on the spot now If you were to write your own autobiography, what would you name it?
1: gosh. That is, wow, that's a really tough question.
0: I know, right? (laughs) I tried to to, to answer it to myself. So I, I asked myself and I just couldn't.
1: I don't want it to sound like really cheesy, but it would probably be something like a silver lining or something or something to do with pearls, much like uh, I do love pearls. You do like your jewellery, don't you? Oh, I do. Yeah, <laughs> crazy about jewelry. Um, there's some people who say they haven't bought anything during lockdown. I am not one of those people.
0: <laughs> is your is your house full of jewelry now? <laughs> yeah,
1: the girls would uh, attest to that. But um, I I love how pearls are formed anyway. So you you know it's an an alien object. Normally, like a grain of sand that goes into the shell, and then you know the the shells. Our defensive system is to cover it in this beautiful luminescent substance which becomes the pearl and you know i i try and i don't try and use that analogy but i try and see things like that that you know for bad things there's something good that come at, come out of them as well majority of the time so um that's trying how i live my life essentially
0: oh it's so cool so that will be something about love pearls then that is so cool something about pearls that is a cool title (laughs) (laughs) so what will you read next then
1: oh well it's a good one it's from the bookshelf um it's from vikram chandra um i've never read anything from them before um but i'm a sucker for buying books from charity shops um, and I normally try and follow like my grandmother's advice of try and read like the first paragraph and if it sucks you in, buy it, so um, I, th- I got this one for that um, and for the, the sort of uh, reviews on it as well. So. From The Independent, it says the sort of book that you finish with regret because you won't any longer have the pleasure of going back to it every day.
0: Oh, that is a yeah. good review. That makes you want to look at it, isn't it? Oh. Yeah. No, I'm looking so, forward to uh, see what you're going to think about it.
1: <laughs> it's, it sounds really interesting. Seven years in the making, Sacred Games is an epic of exceptional richness and power. Bikram Chandra's novel draws the reader deep into the life of the detective thing and into the criminal underworld of Ganesh, the most wanted gangster in India.
0: Ooh, that sounds right. That sounds good.
1: Yeah, so very interesting. And another review just says bursts at the scenes with sex violence, corruption, and death.
0: So Ooh, yeah, 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 all the good things. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that it's is... a long
1: one it's a long
0: one <laughs> how many pages oh god that is a big one how many pages
1: 950 i think
0: oh yeah that's going to take you a while i think <laughs> oh, yeah. are you a quick it's reader oh cool. are you not i i am when i get the time to but my um aim i have every
1: day is that i i try and read at least one page oh that is and a good thing yeah yeah because i think sometimes oh i don't have the time to do that but if i try and devote time to at least one page it's never a page like you go way over that but you've made the time for it then so <laughs> that's what i try
0: and do yeah I, I try a chapter at least if it's not a page it's a chapter but i, I don't like uh, finishing like halfway through a chapter so i have to read the full one
1: <laughs> Oh. Are, I've gotten used to it now, so it's not too
0: bad. So, what do you do when the page finishes halfway through a sentence? <laughs> do you just stop?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'll finish the sentence and um, then I like, just put the bookmark directly
0: underneath. Oh, it, so but... you finish the sentence, you don't just finish halfway through a sentence <laughs> because it's the oh, end of no, the page.
1: <laughs> <no>. <laughs> No,
0: I'm not that good. <laughs> I have to. Re- oh no! That imagine doing that. That is awful. <laughs> yeah, no.
1: You'd have to restart when
0: you. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is all the question, Becky. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, we've done it. <laughs> How are you feeling?
1: Very <laughs> good. Slightly less under pressure now. (laughs) Good,
0: (laughs) that's good. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for doing that. Oh, but yeah, you're welcome. Like, it's been really
1: good to talk about it and hopefully um, help inspire some other
0: people. Well, you have already inspired me. I have a little list of what I'm going to check out. (laughs) So, hopefully, you're going to be able to inspire other people.
1: Yeah, I hope so, and it'd be really good to, like, listen more to the episodes you make and get some inspiration too.
0: Yeah, thank you. Hopefully I'll be able to, uh, to do that. <laughs> but, yeah, I
1: reckon will.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you.
1: <laughs> thank you so much.
0: Oh, my God, we've done it. <laughs> How cool was that? I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as we enjoyed doing it. <laughs> so um, you can uh, find Rebecca on Instagram. Her Instagram handle is uh, at Morello underscore RM. And she, uh, she, you'll be able to see all her, her books that she shares, she enjoys, and pictures of her gorgeous cat and her cute little doggy. So yeah, that was Rebecca. Thank you for listening.